1: Hey, Steve Teal with Very Bold Radio and Podcast, and I am really excited about today as every day that we get to come to KSLR, AM 630, The Word, hang out with the marksmen, and meet Christian difference makers, people who, man, they're walking in the light of Christ and they're a witness to Christ, and today is no different. My guest is going to be Antoine Howard. Um, I'm going to sometimes call him Big Twan because that's how I first met him about a week ago in San Diego, and I'll just tell you this about the man. When I met him, first of all, he's just he's larger than life. I mean, he's, man, he's, he's a big, strong dude on a gold motorcycle. The fastest, well, he'll tell us about that in a second. Uh, but I met him and I was just so impressed. I saw the light of Jesus in big Twan, and, uh, it was just there. And and I said, man, I think I want this guy on my podcast. He's clearly a difference maker. I want to know more about his story. So you and I are going to hear about his testimony and his story. So let's say, Hey, to Antoine Howard, how are you doing? Big Twan? I'm blessed. How are we doing today, sir? Man, I'm I'm doing great. This is just the exact thing I need right at this moment. Is just to talk to you and um, and know more about your story. So I'm I'm very blessed as well. We were talking off air, and I know you're into so many different things. I mean, you're in San Diego. Uh, you took um, what, what what's it called Transamerica. What is it called? The big financial corporation. I mean, explain what you've done in San Diego about that.
2: Uh, well, San Diego, I mean, I work for a world financial group. We're an independent marketing firm that um, offer products.
3: And okay.
2: one of our top products is Transamerica, which okay. is the second largest financial institution in the world. So oh. me working with, with them and all that has allowed me to, you know, allow my ministry, which is in financial education and financial literacy, just uh. to educate about generational wealth and how to save for mm. you, your future, you know, how to utilize insurance. Um, Um, And just make sure that our legacy and our children and our finances and our money is secured.
1: Yeah. How did did you get into all of that? And I want to talk about all, I mean, you got this motorcycle, I want to talk about boxing, (laughs) uh, I want to talk about your testimony, but how how did you get into uh, financial advisory?
2: Um, Well, at first I was a vice principal for 15 years. Oh. And um and and my older brother Donnie Edwards played NFL for 15 years with the Chiefs and the Chargers.
1: Yeah, I know him from the Chargers more. I feel like, uh, but man, that's a long NFL career, and he's your brother. Yeah, that's my older brother. Oh my gosh! Okay, go on, go on. So it's just um you know just wanting to
2: you know being in education you know making six figures you know thought I put my money in the right place you know yeah. the 401ks the pers the stirs the stock market. Um, but when the market crashed in 07, 08, 09, mm. um, I noticed that certain people lost money and certain people made money. Wow. And it wasn't until I talked to my older brother who, you know, being in the NFL there, you know, I've learned that, the, you know, the wealthy put their money in places that they don't tell middle mark on down. Mm. And it wasn't until that best kept secret was revealed to me. And how they utilize it for their families, their children's, their next generation, and me being married with two kids at the time. Oh, you know, you know, if you ever want to know how the rich would they put their money, the best thing they tell me is to ask a rich person. Yeah, and to see if they see if they tell you. So, what better person than <laughs> was to ask? You know, my older brother. Yeah, and a couple of his friends on, that, you know, had a couple, you know, miles of fish, and some people that, that played pro with them that knew about. Insurance and certain companies and products and how to utilize it for the future. So, you know, I prayed about it, um, mm. asked God to open a door for me, and you know, as a vice principal, he said, "What better way to educate your friends and families and your community, since you're already doing it in the com- in the school system? How about I let you out the cage and let you go <laughs> teach this to everybody, and now let it become your ministry?" Wow. And when I tell you the blessing and fear at the same time was, you know, I got all my degrees, bachelor's, master's, administrator, credential, started my Ph.D. Mm, wow. And thought that was going to be my field, but then God said, no, I want you to go take this, and I'll go teach my people how to be the lenders and not the borrowers. Wow.
3: Dang. And, uh,
2: yeah, I mean, when I, when I tell you it was clear as day, when I walked away and retired, everybody was like, you're crazy, you're going to leave a six-figure to go work a commission, not knowing if it's going to work or not. But when I tell you, I took a, leap, a step out of faith, yeah. and and it changed my life forever. I mean, I doubled, tripled my income, started making fifteen to thirty grand a month.
1: Oh my gosh!
2: Uh, I started helping so many people, educating them how money works, how to properly protect their families and their friends and their finances for their legacies for their children, and just pretty much walking the walk. You know, leading by example. Wow. And um And just educating. You know, I never got away from education. I just now pivoted a little bit to educate people how money works. You know, the one thing that we were never taught in school mm. or in our family or our friends because we didn't have money mm. or were never taught how to grow it, how to invest it or any of that, you know, I was able to learn that, and I just focused on that and, and actually taught it from A to Z and made it real simple. You know, I kept the kids simple, keep it simple, silly, and um. Yeah. And that's pretty and that's pretty much uh, you know, I walked in that ministry and, and it's been a blessing ever since. I mean I'm going on thirteen years now. And um Wow. You
1: know, I was in the top ten in the whole company for a long time. Dang. Man, how'd you do that? That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Well the first you know,
2: my first clientele was the church. Yeah. You know, I knew I knew so many which I started in, you know, since I was saved at seventeen, I wanted to take that back. My mentor, and my best friend, Pastor Adrian Newlands, was my mentor, and he was the first person I showed it to and said, you know what, I think, I think we found the you know the, the cure to financial cancer. Mm. And I said, here's all the research, here's all the information. Um, take a look at it. I don't want to move until you tell me it's a good idea. And once he did, um, honestly, we fasted and prayed for 30 days. Really? 30 days before we made a move. He said, you know what, this is really what you believe. Wow. we're going to touch and agree on it. God told me that we need to fast and pray. And within those 30 days, he's going to, he's going to let me know and you know that this is what we're supposed to be doing. Okay. And um, and we did. And after that, it was off to the races. You know, we made it our, our mission to educate the church, um, make sure the kids were, you know, set up for the future, make sure that people understood that, you know, a little bit of money multiplied over time made a lot of money.
3: Mm. And uh,
2: and that was pretty much our crusade that we did, and um, the rest is history. You know, yeah. thirteen years later, still strong, you know, still making you know multiple six figures,
1: and um, just being a blessing and a pillar yeah. in the community. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. All right, I got I got all kinds of questions. One of them is this: just on that thirty days fast and pray. Now I want to know what kind of fast that yeah. was. I mean, were you fasting like skipping breakfast? Were you fasting lunch? I mean, what does that fast and pray look like for you? Because just hearing it sounds like you're almost on Jesus fast time, like almost forty days. But what what did that fast look like, and what did that prayer look like?
2: So every, so every day, we came into the church from nine a.m. to ten for a solid hour. Uh-huh. We ate no breakfast because we wanted to wake up with our minds on Jesus. We pray for, th- we pray every day from nine to 10. Yeah. And we gave up, we gave up breakfast. Yeah. Um, okay. and then we and, I, and that was pretty much it. And we just, yeah. And we, and then at night we would take an hour and just dive into the Bible, um, mm. and just ask God, you know, I pretty much would open it up and wherever it landed, that's what I read. And I would read for an hour yeah. and we prayed faster in the morning and at night before we went to sleep. We wanted to go to sleep with God on our mind and praying that you know every day God reveals something new to us.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. And this was you and your pastor.
3: Yeah,
2: he was.
1: Yeah, he was my mentor. Your mentor. He, he, he pastored his own church, but you know when
2: I was with Step in Steps of Praise, which was um, you know the young people dancing behind Kirk Franklin
1: back in the what early. Mm-hmm. Wait. What now? I didn't see that in your bio. What now? All right, explain yeah, that. Yeah, it was a
2: steps praise for 10 years. So if you ever see the New Nation Tour, um, Soul Train, Emmy's Essence, you know, we were the young ones
1: dancing behind Stomp Revolution.
2: What?
0: Uh,
1: behind Kurt Franklin, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. How, how did that happen? What? <laughs> we just saw Kurt Franklin here in San Antonio at our AT&T Center, and so that's crazy for me to think that used to do that.
2: Yeah, yeah, back then when I was 19, between 19 and 29, um, that's when gospel, we were the revolution. And so we started off a stomp of revolution with the young people dancing behind Kurt and all that. Yeah. Um. We, Pastor Agent had a youth ministry, nieces and nephews, that we did, dancing for God was never heard of. And, yeah. and he had his nieces and nephews. and he just started, we started dancing on a stomp revolution, and revolution. We put routines to it in one, one, Kurt was out here in San Diego with him and the family back in the day. Yeah. And they did uh I don't know what song was it? What you looking for? And we came down in our outfits all the same and we did our routine to it in the right in the front. Yeah. And then Kurt sent one of his manager, Jesse, no. to come find us. They brought us backstage and Kurt was like, Wow, you know, I was too busy watching you guys. I couldn't even sing <laughs> And then he was like he was like, Do you guys have any other routines to any of my songs? And he was gonna sing on uh Another song, and we said, "Yeah, we have a dance to that." And he's like, "Well, when I come do it on stage, y'all run out and do the whole routine." Stop and it! The rest was history. What? The rest was history. <laughs> Kurt provided two. You know, a lot of the kids were in middle school, not even high school yet. And I was already in college. Yeah. So he he provided tutors, or they were on tour. I mean, I was in college at San Diego State, so I only could come out every once in a while. Yeah. But um, that's how it all. That's how the revolution really started with all the. Um, gospel hip hop dancing, and um,
1: and we were the pioneers of all that and started all that back in, I can't what, 20, 25 years ago? That's crazy, that's crazy, <laughs> that's amazing. And he he just saw y'all like dancing the routine mm-hmm. while he was performing. Oh my yeah, gosh,
2: in San Diego, back in, I can't remember, 95,
1: 96? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. All right, so you did that off and on for, like, 10 years? I mean, when you could? Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so,
2: well, our ministry was, it never stopped because once people saw us, you know, they were flying us here, flying us there. We would tour during the summer, you know, whenever. He, he only toured in the summertime. And then yeah. we would, JD, you know, Edson, Soul Train Awards, Emmy Awards. Wow. Every show that he was on, we were able to be on stage and do what we do.
1: Man, you've kind of led a fascinating life, I feel like. You know, it's it's it's
2: been a blessing since day one. And just like I said, when God, when you, you know, I learned as a young a youth that when you commit your life to God,
3: yeah, and
2: you walk in your purpose, mm. um, He'll open every door for you. And and I'm a firm believer. When I got saved at 17, mm. looking for Christ at 18, 19, He's He's opened every door for me. I'm 46 now, and you know, I, I can sit back and be like, you know what? you know, a knock on wood, but if God would have called me home now, I would, I can honestly say that I've lived a good, blessed life. Mm I was able to lead so many souls to Christ, so many young men, young boys, Mm. you know, you saw my stature, I'm 6'4", 295. Whoa,
1: man, I'm so glad you you said, because I was afraid to ask, you are one big, massive dude, yeah, that's a dude right there.
2: And and I'm just a soldier sold out for Christ because, you know, what he's he's done for me and able to take care of me, my family, my kids, my friends, and just people around you, um, you can't do nothing but you've got things. And And that's the blessing that I try to live every day. When I wake up, who can I bless today, God? Who are you going to let me run into? Just like when I ran into you for the first time, yeah, you know, I hopped out the bike and said, "What's up?" Because I, you know, you can feel that kindred spirit, yeah, that um, that man of God, you know, that I pride myself on being, you know, and, and I tell people nowadays, there's not too many of us,
3: yeah, mm.
2: you know, and when mm. and when you find that, like with Jason and Louis, you know, I know them from my church. I've been in the valley just. Yeah. That spirit, that enthusiasm to want to be a blessing, to want to think outside the box, to reach souls. You know, times yeah. has changed, you know, how we reach people. And we got to be able to pivot Dang. and use any and every avenue that God has created under the sun mm-hmm. to take back from the enemy and to use yes. that to reach people. And I'm a firm believer in that, you know, that as Christians, we have to be able to be on the crest of reaching lost souls.
1: Yeah. All right, I want to I want to talk more about that because it sounds like you've got some ideas about that. I want to give a little background for um, people that are watching or tuning in. So um, here is how I met uh, Big Tuan slash Antoine Howard. Uh, I was out in San Diego with Jason David and my dot Watch, uh, his wife Allie, and then Luis, and they are filming a new series for their digital platform called. Meet the Romans. So you find it on mytribe.watch. Jason, David, and Ali and Luis uh, are three of the most creative people, and they're bringing the gospel to families, and they're bringing the Bible to families and to children and youth all over the country, probably all over the world. Um, They have uh, several thousand subscribers. So, you know, they've got probably, I'm going to guess, I might be wrong, 8,000, 10,000 people that are watching. These incredible weekly lessons that are fun and hilarious and um, also super insightful. And so what Jason has come up with is this new series. And I'm I'm just going to real quick explain why why Big Twan gets some water to uh, refill up from after boxing. But Jason David has come up with this idea of two Roman guards that were there when Jesus was raised from the dead. They're supposed to be guarding him and they're goofy. They're funny to me, the concept, and I think Jason David's too young to know the, the movie, but to me, the concept is like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. It's like two Roman guards from 2000 years ago, plopped into modern day San Diego and through a portal that is just a you know a time travel portal for some reason and there they are. I get to be in the series because I am the friendly pastor that is giving them some biblical lessons and hopefully once they understand that hopefully they get to go back to Rome. But in trying to get back to Rome and I don't remember exactly the premise that is going to work for this episode but we are in the studio Monday, and we're uh, Jason's up on the writers' board, coming up with all these ideas. And he's like, "Oh, we need uh, we need a motorcycle. Like, we need to ride on the motorcycle." And he thought about Antoine. And so the crazy thing is, uh, he reached out to you, I think through Facebook, and you got back to him. And this this is Big Twan. He's just like uh, when and where, basically. I mean, that's pretty much what you said, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's it. So Jason just reached out to him Monday. I don't remember what day you came out, if it was Tuesday or Wednesday, because uh, it's all kind of blurred together. But I think it might have been the next day. And you came out on this incredible motor- motorcycle. And then part of the episodes, and I know the marksman for Facebook is showing, like, a couple of pictures of us on on location with uh, Big Tuan and his motorcycle. And uh, then you took each Roman for a ride, and we got film of that and footage of that. But, um, but I just thought it was so awesome, and I was just inspired right away by who you are and, uh, and just, the, like I said, the light of Jesus in you. So that's, that's the idea. Uh, Big Twan's going to be in that episode driving those Romans around, and uh, <laughs> it, sh- it should be really cool. So, man, tell me about that motorcycle real quick. Cause I, I I got the facts wrong. Like, how fast does that thing go? If you wanted to,
2: yeah. Well, that motorcycle is a Suzuki Hayabusa. It's one of the fastest production bikes made that are legal on the street. Okay. Um, top yeah, top speed is two twenty.
1: Two twenty. Yeah. Um, That's crazy.
2: Um, the bike that I have is custom. It has a Brox racing motor in it, so um, it's it's pretty quick.
1: Uh, probably real fast.
2: <laughs> it's pretty quick. <laughs> um, then, yeah. And then, it, as you saw, it, it has a gold chrome, oh yeah, custom wrap on it that makes it just shine. Like to me, I, I look at the rays of God when it bounce off it. It just yeah gives it a knocking look. It's a one in one, um, wrap job on a bike. So there's no other bike like that. Wow, and it's just you know it's just custom for me. You know, it's one of the biggest and fastest motorcycles that you can get that fit me and my size. It just yeah you know, as you see on the top, it's in God we trust. So I was able to, um with my sponsor who is Attorney King Amapur, which is, he's the number one car, motorcycle attorney, personal injury in San Diego. And oh. He's one of my business partners. So, you know, I, I and he's a believer also. So we're, oh, I was able cool. to use that bike to, you know, market. Yeah. And just to me, I call it spread the word of God out. I mean, as you see, yeah. it's the first thing you see, the crown and in God we trust. So to me, it's more of, a vehicle and a tool and a conversation piece for people to see, you know, the, to meet the light of God and open a door for them to ask questions and open a conversation.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I could tell it works because while we were waiting like for the next thing, Uh, people would drive by, they would honk, they would wave. Like, I was like, man, every, everybody knows big Tuan. I mean, everybody does. That was funny. I mean, San Diego is a big city and people are honking and waving and you're waving back. I mean, it was pretty amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It it was awesome. Like I said, it's just, I mean, when I'm on it, it's just a blessing. I mean, I get so many people that, um, take video of me on the freeway. Um, they send it to me. They, uh, text me, Hey, I just saw you flying by me or you know, it, it's cool to get actual footage. Like people actually follow me, take footage of it. Um, somehow they find me on Facebook and Instagram, Yeah. and they tag the video and they send it to me. Or you know, even I got videos on TikTok that people made. And, oh. You know, it you know it's it's awesome to be used. You know, you I I talk about it being used by God just right. to you know if, even if it's just to put a smile on people's face. Like I love being at events and places where adults and kids you know they just want to touch it they just want to look at it and and you know i mean i'm quick to like here sit on it take a picture you know what i mean if you're that intro and i'm one of those where you know i'm not like oh don't touch it it's expensive yeah Yeah, it's expensive but at the same time i want i want them to be able to be blessed the way i'm blessed when i'm writing in the so they can take a picture they can send it to their friends and family, and just be in ooh and ah and like i said to me it's a form of ministry yeah and I want, you know, and I want to be able to utilize it in every tool because you never know who you're going to meet, you know, you never yeah. know who God's going to bring before you. And if I can use a motorcycle, yeah, um, for ministry, then I'm going to go ahead and use
1: it. Yeah, think about. I'm going to put you on the spot. Think about, and it doesn't have to be with the motorcycle, but just just an example where God has put someone just, uh, I mean, suddenly in your in your life. And you're able to minister to them, or able to share Jesus with them, or just bring encouragement or hope. What is what's something that comes to your mind, uh, Big Twan? Um, you know, just being that example. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, being um and and I'm gonna say this being yeah. uh, mixed. You know, I'm black, Mexican, and Indian, and I feel oh. that God has enabled, He has allowed me to be a chameleon in Christ mm. to mm. where, you know, I'm able to. To talk to anybody and everybody to share hope and inspiration and joy and a lot of times me i use it through a smile yeah um, I, I I think a smile is a universal way that breaks any barriers that brings anybody because a lot of times you know we get like we, riding a motorcycle you get a bad persona yeah you know a bad and this and that but i tell you when i take that mask off to smile at you yeah it doesn't matter how mean how hard you are anything that smile to me is a universal sign that'll make the next guy who's just mean and mugging and all that. Yeah. He's going to smile or give you a head nod. So, right. Um, you know, like you said, to bring hope and all that, you know, I think it starts with that smile. That yeah. Being able to be warm. Yeah. To the other person, in spite of what they're going through, in spite of having a bad day. But I guarantee you that smile is going to make, it's going to change it. And I think, if we all just started off with a
3: smile, yeah,
2: you know, I, I don't think we smile enough anymore. I think people walk Man. around with their heads down, not up, sure. not looking at people eye to eye. So, you know, I'm sure I'm gonna look at you. I'm gonna smile at you, and I'm gonna I'm good morning. How you doing? Is everything okay? Like, yeah. if I have to, through God, need to break the ice that way. Because if you smile and I smile at you, you smile back. I'm to me, yeah. you just said talk to me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great! Well, man, you you've got that winning smile, man. It it does. You just you you take that uh, helmet off, and there it is. And uh, it yeah, it's a game changer. It's re- it's really powerful. Well, um, I, I know we only got a few minutes left, but um, uh, tell us tell us a little bit. And you can't really tell in a little bit, but I know it goes back a ways. But that testimony that you're talking about when you were a young man, can you just share some of that with us? How did that happen?
2: You know, how I got saved was weird. Yeah? Um, Yeah, because, you know, I come from a family of nine siblings. Okay. Um, You know, my mom's Hispanic and Indian, and my dad is um, African-American Indian. It just, was just growing up in the time, you know, we're predominantly Hispanic, um, African-American. You know, we played sports, you know, low-income family. But it wasn't until, you know, I, I... Pretty much never knew the African American side of me. I grew up Hispanic. Yeah, but it wasn't until I, I my real dad, you know, who we thought our stepdad was, our real dad, which wasn't. Okay. Um, his mom and dad lived in Virginia, and they sent for me and my little brother, oh. who are his kids. Oh. And never never met that side. Never even knew my real dad. You know, I thought, but it wasn't until they sent for me and my little brother to come out there for the summertime. Um, I was in tenth grade at the time. And my little brother was in the eighth grade. Wow. And first time on a plane, first time going back east. Um and you know, when I went there and met my grandma and grandpa for the first time, you know, knowing that my great grandfather was the Bishop of Virginia. Uh we wow. had our own family church. We had eight churches in Virginia that we we're affiliated with. Wow. And and at that time it was weird because, you know, we're west coast boys going on the east coast shorts and flip-flops and long hair <laughs> um and so we were not prepared for it, but but the crazy part was that when i was in church i had a lot of questions and yeah. i was just like who is god what is god um who is this and then my grandma just told me one time pray and then you know we ended up supposed to only stay three weeks we stayed three months wow um because yeah. to me i was so intrigued and then um Every year they have the Holy Convocation where all eight churches get together for a week. You know, they all take turns um, doing the program mm. and all that. But mm-hmm. we end up doing a Bible feud. And I've never opened a Bible. Didn't even know what the Bible was. Yeah. And and they picked me, you know, because we're, we're Cali. So we look different. <laughs> we're tall, you know, curly. So everyone's like, oh, we want you on our team. And I was like, you know, I don't know. I have a clue what it was. <laughs> but it was weird because every question,
1: and this is true story. Oh, that my they gosh.
2: Asked, yeah. Of the Bible feud, I knew the
1: answer to it. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. And then
2: it's weird, because I'm I'm answering the question, and then my grandma, who was a missionary, sat in the back the whole time, and she at the end of the day, she was like, How did you know all those answers? And I said, Grandma, like, you know, I don't know. I felt something tell me in my ear and my mind. What? And I just knew the answer. And she was like, That's the Holy Spirit. Wow. And like now I'm getting I'm getting chills thinking about yes. it. Yes. Because I remember it like it was yesterday, and I feel that was my first encounter with God that I knew of. Wow. And that whole week, you know, we ended up staying longer and longer. And I was like, Mama, like, I want to know more about Jesus. I want to know more. So then, you know, we flew back home. And then um, when we came back the next year, you know, I came back three years in a row before I went to college. And um, and they just, the church out there, they just poured more into me. I got mm. to learn more about my mom. I mean, about my dad, uh-huh. my, my grandpa's side, the churches we, and how they've been praying for me since birth. And wow. this is one of these things God said, sin for me and my brother because it was time for us to know our roots, to mm. know that, you know, our family's deep in God and that, you know, our grandparents were praying for us. And that, you know how they always say, your grandparents been praying for you forever. Yeah. I, that's a fact to me. And yeah. and ever since then, I gave my life to Christ when I was 17. Wow. I saved and baptized at New Creation Church in San Diego. And the doors, I can tell you this, Yeah, the doors have been open since day one. Um, wow. I never had a resume. I never needed anything. Yeah. Every career or job has the person just say, you know what, I see God in you Christ in you. I want you to come work with me. Wow. And 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 when I you know when they tell you when you completely give your life to God, you know I I've, I've had no other choice because you know that's um my first license plate on my car it says P-W-R-B-G-O-D, which means powered by God, mm. and and I and my um favorite scripture was my first scripture I learned was Philippians 4:13 I can do all things cards Christ strengthens me because at that time being a new Christian I read the Bible front to back. Yeah. And you know, I was told that if you test God and apply Him to every aspect of your life, He has to. Uh, he has His promises won't come back void.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And and when I tell you I walk that walk and talk that talk, I mean, and that's how I got with the youth ministry, a choir. God yeah. knew that I needed to be active. He sent me around the states with, Kirk, you know with steps of praise, yeah. and we were an intense Bible study three times a week. Um, you know, God really knew that He needed to prep me and get me going, and I've been on fire ever since. I mean, yeah. I mean, every vehicle that the higher booster that I have, the license plate says F- FST Fast and Like every vehicle has God in it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because I want people to know that the person in this car is safe. Yeah. And, um, and he's not. Ash- I'm not ashamed to let people right. know I still walk my. What would Jesus grace it that I have on my right hand that I had since I was 17. Yeah, um, you know I'm old school Christian. I'm Old Testament Christian. You know I'm a, I, I tell people I'm a soldier for Christ. You know if you yeah. read the Old Testament, you know Christians weren't weak. You right. know Christians were warriors. We went out and conquered, and we did what God told us to do. Right. You know, yeah. and you know versus you know a lot of people say New Testament. Christian. Nah, I'm, I'm old school. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna stand in the front line for God. And I'm gonna hold up my shield. I have my my word. You know I got yeah. the breastplate. I got the full armor of God. And yeah and you know i walk in i walk in faith and i walk in strength and i know my god is the only god i know
1: yeah that's good yeah and,
2: and i've been i've been walking that walk since then you know i've been yeah nowhere near perfect but i you know i wake up every day with the right mind with prayer with a song on my lips and i give my time to god every morning at the yeah. park and it, and it started back in at 17 just from my grandparents sent for me. And I, and I always tell people that that's my roots of being saved and knowing God. And he just, you know, I feel he's always been there watching over me. Um, You know, he's always been directing my path, my steps, even when I wasn't saved. And when I was saved and he's just opened so many doors and I believe it because I'm not ashamed of him. Uh, you know, he said, if you're ashamed of me, i
3: right. in front
2: of me. And, you know, so I, I tell people straight from the game that, yeah. you know, who I represent and, and I feel that, you know that little faith that we that God asked for—a mustard seed. If you just take that and run with it, he said he'd move mountains. And and mm-hmm. I and I think that us as individuals and Christians, even you know, we don't take that literally. And um and then I'm in my office now and I got the little faith, that little mustard seed right here that mm. I keep with me and let people know that That's man, good. it's only that much. it's good. And you can move the mountains in your life. You know, yeah. The mountain, the, the, the issues that are going on, if you just Take that leap of faith, and and that's what being saved mm-hmm. to me is. You know, being that example. You know, letting people know. You know, love. You know what I mean? If, if we can't figure nothing outside Just love. Yeah. You know, love God and love your neighbor. You that's know?
3: good. That's
2: and, good. And um and I think that's where we're at today. And and like I said, mm-hmm. meeting you and and just having that time that we had a fellowship to me was phenomenal. You know yeah. what I mean? Just
3: yeah.
2: Yep. Just just awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's when Jason called me. Yeah. What I told him time, place, and where. Yeah. What I gotta bring. what I gotta do. I'm there. Yeah. I shut down my whole time. Yeah. You know, just just because I knew that, you know, when God calls you to serve in whatever way it is, you gotta be available because He's he does it for a reason. And he, yeah. we don't know who's gonna be reached. You know, even if it's just one soul, we did our job.
1: Right. Right.
2: And and um and, and that's the blessing to me, that being available, you know, giving God that time so that his word can be spread whatever way it needs to be. Yeah. So that that person, who knows, in Timbuktu yep. was waiting for it to see a crazy Roman guy on the back of a gold bike <laughs> flying down the street screaming. <laughs> I mean, you, you you never know who it's going to touch.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're 100 so
2: right. You know, yeah. that's why I just, I tell people, God will use, you will use anybody. I was talking to somebody the other day. Yeah. How God came Jesus came down for the sinner, for the lost, That's right. for the gang member, the drug dealer, you know, that person that he knew that if I reformed him mm-hmm. and made him a new creature, new creation in God, his testimony will find the
1: lost. Right. That's good.
2: And and, and, and that's kind of where I'm at man. Yeah. I like I tell God, send me to the places mm-hmm. in this motorcycle world where, where the church person won't go. Yeah. Send me to where I can reach people like that, look like me, that are big like me, that the normal person frail won't do it because I'm Old Testament. I'm gonna go into the world, and I'm gonna go into the war yeah. for God, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm gonna let my life so shine that others will see not Antoine, Victoire, but see Christ in me. Mm-hmm. And now you can't miss me on that gold bike. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. I love it, man. Let your light shine before the world. Right. Don't put yeah. it under a you bushel. Have to. Yeah, that's good. You got any more preaching in you, man? That was some good, man, good work. Don't give me use, <laughs> man.
2: I got all, all kind of stuff. I, mean, I just, you know, when I get talking about God, it's yeah. just, it just—it doesn't stop because He's yeah. he done so much for you in your life. Mm. I mean, I was listening to a song this morning was working out. and That's called "Only, Only You." Yeah. And I forget the artist, like Aaron or somebody, like, but it just about like God, like He talking about like how only God can do the things He do. Yeah. You know, the sun and the moon. I mean, you think about life and yeah. how we live in it. It's only God. When you try to figure it out, stop. You know, you're yeah. not going to figure God out. You yeah. know, He's done things the way we breathe. Like, scientists try to figure it out. They can't even figure that out. Yeah. And it's just, it's only God, you know, yeah. and, and, and only you. And I tell people, when you just throw your hands up and surrender, say, you know what, God is, I'm going to stop trying to figure it out. It's just you.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, I think that's where we, the blessings yeah. are bestowed. Um, the favors in, and yeah, you know you just walk, man.
1: It's good, you know,
2: walk by faith, not by sight.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Good, man. All right, Big Tuan. This has been awesome. I know you could preach some more, but man, that that was good. That was that was what I needed. A good fire hydrant of God's truth, God's word, God's inspiration. Man, that's that's exactly what I needed today. So I know somebody else needed it as well. And you are Amen. a blessing. You are a blessing. And, um, man, thank you so much for, for coming on, sharing some of your life. We didn't even get to talk about boxing and, and other things. But, man. Uh, uh, we can man. do that
2: next time. We can okay. do that next time. Right. Right. it would be a blessing to be back on Okay.
1: The show. I would love that. I would love that. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, that's, hey, that's Antoine Howard, Big Twan. Um, man, he's just bringing the light of Jesus with his presence, with his smile man, just think about how simple that is just to smile a little bit more than you've been smiling. And yeah, there's plenty of reasons to not smile. But when you just stop and think about the goodness of God, the love of God, that he chose you before the creation of the world, that you're his masterpiece, that he has created good things for you to do. He planned for you to do that long ago. He planned for Twan and me to talk long ago. He planned for you to hear this long ago. He planned for you to go out now and smile more. He, He called, he, he intended, for this so that you would go out and spread the light, be the light. Don't hide it under a bushel. Don't do it. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Jesus wants to use you today. So that that we just have to remember the great hope that we're called to, and, and that is why we are called Very Bold Radio and Podcasts, and Big Tuan is very bold, and we want to be very bold and very Being very bold comes from thinking about all that God has done, all that God is doing, and all that God has promised he will do. He is with you. He fights with you. He is for you. He goes with you into those battles. He is with you. He is for you. You cannot cannot forget that. So this is the scripture where everything very bold comes from. It's the Apostle Paul, and he says this, and this is how we sign off. In 2 Corinthians 3.12, he said this, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold
0: Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email steve at VeryBold.com.